everybody, my name's Nate. I'm Sai. I'm Daniel. And we are Pittsburgh's Hot List. We are here with actor Ovis Mingham. Hey guys, how are you? Good, good, how are you? Doing great, really enjoying this weather. Glad that we got you in this podcast and we're just excited to get this thing started. Yep. So am I. Okay, so you're on the Showtime series, Rust, right now. How has life been? You know, Rust is um, that we're, we're in the COVID protocol, so we have to get tested like three days a week. Wow. And yeah, yeah, if you're in the, uh, the core background group, you have to test three days a week. So that's, that's something, you know, that we haven't had to do before. Yeah, and uh, and that's a lot of traveling. Well, it's um, it's not too bad. I, I mean, I, I, where I live and where you have to be tested is at the Thirty First Street Studios, which I know you guys are familiar with. Oh yeah, that's so, kind of close. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too bad. I mean, some people have to travel a lot further, and um, so it's not it's not bad at all. You're such a positive guy that I think that anything the film industry throws at you, I think you can handle. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I try. I try, man. I try to. Well, when you, you know, I've been on this planet for a while, and you mm-hmm. learn. You know, I just go with the flow. Like that's my mantra. You that's know? good. All right, look, I'm on. A, I'm on a. I'm on. A, I'm on a film set. How bad could it be, really? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, there's a, I mean, life can be a lot harder than me being on a 12-hour film set. Right. Eating eat snacks and telling jokes and getting in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, see, you see, you know. You know, like, eye contact with the movie star, you know? And that really speaks towards your professionalism, how you approach things and everything with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to do that. Um, we'll be in situations where you do have to adjust, and you're you're doing a good job. You know, way to be a professional, Elvis. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for recognizing my professionalism. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably looking at some of these other people who are like walking off and don't understand what they're stepping into. You right. like, you know, this is nothing. You've never lived. Complaining. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a movie set. Right. Stacks, what are you complaining about? Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it, can, it can be some long days, but you know, I, this isn't my first career. I've worked longer days doing manual labor. You know, I've done things that are a lot more stressful, where I had to make decisions that directly impact a person's livelihood or something. So, to me, this is all just enjoyable and and I you know I asked to do this mm-hmm. so I'm gonna make the most of it you know and I'm gonna enjoy the experience you know that's the way I look at it Absolutely. and I meet I meet so many interesting cool people like that's how I met you guys you know yeah the first day I heard your voice I think you were having a conversation with somebody about your job or you were about to like like I think you were about to retire Yes, I work for Norfolk Southern Railroad, which is the, let me see, I think they're the third or fourth largest railroad mm. in America with like 30,000 employees or something like that. And uh, so, yes, it, it was uh, it was time for me to go. It was time for me to leave corporate America and discover my true calling in life, 
which is an artist. So let me ask you, how was that transition from the railroad company into acting? Uh, well, you know, I, I didn't know I was the transition from the process of, of getting to the point of knowing it's time for me to retire. I didn't retire at the age that I had uh, expected myself mm. to retire. I retired several years prior to that because I just got to a point where I knew it was time for me to move on. And once I was able to crunch some numbers and figure out I'll be okay financially, I decided to retire. I had no idea what I would do uh, when I left. Mm. You know, I just knew I, would, I was ready to, to move on. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, I discovered uh, this, this, you know, the film industry. I mean, I... You know, as a kid, I always fantasized about going to Hollywood. I used to watch the Academy Awards and the Emmys and all their award shows. And wow, and you think, um, when you think of wanting to make it in the film industry, you think of New York or LA, mm-hmm. you don't think of Pittsburgh, right? Right. <laughs> so, so when I moved back here, I wasn't living here when I retired either. I moved back here. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I was living in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't know where I wanted to. I don't want to get too off track of what mm-hmm. this actor's life is, but I just decided to to move here because the cost of living mm-hmm. is affordable for a city of its size. You know, right? Um, it's, it's not very expensive compared to some other places. Um, so I was like, let me, let me. And I had friends here, and uh, I was familiar with the area because I lived here before. But my first week I had moved back here, I saw an advertisement for the TV show Gone, needed 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 background people, so I went for the open casting call. Nice. And and there was and it was at the at the convention center downtown. Mm-hmm. And there like you know how many people show up for that. Oh group. yeah. Hundreds. So, yes. Hundreds. And I was I got there early and I was still like maybe the first hundred maybe <laughs> and so two weeks later I was visiting a friend of mine in Kansas City and I was on my way back home going to the airport and I got a, a call I didn't answer because I didn't recognize the number I thought they were calling me about my car warranty you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I, didn't, I didn't answer the phone and then I listened to the voicemail and it was somebody from I guess movie casting Pittsburgh they were like we would like to know if you're available to film an office scene next week, and you know what? I felt like I had just won the lottery or something, mm-hmm. I was so excited. Like, hey, they picked me out of all these people. Yeah. Not really knowing that they need a lot of people for a series. <laughs> right. <laughs> but still, I felt special. <laughs> yeah, that is a wake-up call when you understand how many, uh, you know, people they need for certain scenes. But, right. yeah, when you get that first phone call, it does feel like it does. you're very, very special. And, you know, you're going to be a part of something that's going to be lasting forever on a TV screen. Right. Well, let me let me share with you my first experience, right? I mean, oh, there's more to it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can tell stories all day. So look, the first first of all, I wasn't feeling good, and I thought about calling in and going, you know what? I don't feel well, and I was like, if you do that, you may never get booked again, right? So, and they were filming right down the street from my house. How often does that happen? You know. So I show up, I don't know where I'm going. You know, you guys know, they didn't have the parking lot clearly marked, so I don't know where I'm going. 
and I'm driving. I'm driving back there where the actress trailers and stuff are. Well, I'm not supposed to be right. Mm-hmm. And I got people giving me dirty looks and stuff. What's he doing I'm like, here? <laughs> I'm like, I'm really getting started on the wrong foot here. So, <laughs> so I finally parked the car. And I see this, this this lady about my age. She has a big, uh, she you know, she has a her her like she's traveling out of town with her with her luggage. And I'm like, are you a background? She's like, yeah. I'm like, could you tell me where I need to go? She's like, oh sure, follow me. Her name was Ellen. I call her Ellen the Felon. Ellen anyway, the felon. Anyway, she, she takes me to holding, and I'm like, I didn't even know what to bring, guys. I didn't bring any extra gear. I just wore a suit because it said it was an office. It was an office scene, so I figure I put a, one of my suits on, right? Yeah. Uh oh. a shot. So, hey, I was clean, man. I was clean. <laughs> so we get there, and so I don't, you know, I'm just sitting there like, wow, this is. You know, it's so exciting. And so then I go to wardrobe and they're looking me over. They were like, we got to take your picture and send it to the director. I'm like, okay. So some time goes by and I'm the only one left in holding. Everybody's gone. Oh, so I'm sitting there. You know what I'm thinking? They're about to, they're about to send me home, right? They yeah. <laughs> Everyone know what time it is. <laughs> you just saw the picture and said, what the hell is that guy doing here? <laughs> So, so then the PA comes to get me, and uh, they take me to props. So now I'm really excited. Oh, they got a prop! I got a prop and everything. This is so exciting, right? <laughs> and so we're going into the building, and and, the, and some of the principal actors are walking in with us, and I recognize this one woman from TV shows I've seen. So I stop. She stops, and we look at each other. She says, "Good morning." I'm like, "Good morning." I said, "You can go ahead." She said, "Oh, thank you." She walks in the building, and I'm like, I seen her on TV. I don't know her name, but damn, I've seen her on TV before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just really excited that all this is happening. I'm not even sick anymore. I don't know what I had, but it disappeared right <laughs> So then we're sitting there, and I, they come and get me. First thing in the morning, they take me to the set and put me right in front of these cameras, man. Wow. And, and, and I'm getting directed, okay, they're going to rush to the building. You turn, you're excited. And I'm like, you know what? I've only been on this set one day, and they already have recognized my star. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm to do. They see me for 10 minutes, and boom, I'm right here. And then, okay, so, you know, we filmed that scene, then I go back to holding, and then... I hear my name. I swear, I thought I heard my name <laughs> on the on, on the on the walkie-talkie with the PA. Oh, we need Ovis back here to set. I'm like, they're asking for me by name. <laughs> <laughs> they know my name. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I go back. We're filming another scene. This time, I'm looking down the hallway while the, there's a rescue scene, and and the, the main, the principal actors are rescuing this young woman from one of. The office building's in there because she's been taking hostage or something. I'm down the hallway looking at what's going on, being all nebby. <laughs> and I'm like, so then, okay, we, that's all morning. You know, it took forever to film that. So I go back to holding it, and they're looking at me like, so what's your name? <laughs> oh, <laughs> They was like, how did, you, how did you know to wear a suit? And I'm like, well, they said it was an office thing, so I wore a suit, right? Yes. <laughs> like, two and two together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, common sense, right? I don't know. <laughs> so, so then um, they were like, so uh, you must have been, 
must have been selected for this scene or something. I'm like, well, obviously. Anyway, that was my first experience. My next experience, I didn't even leave holding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh. The ups and downs of the film industry. Oh, yeah. You know, the first time you're in holding and they pick everybody but you and you're sitting there going, hey, wait a minute, what's wrong with me? You know? Yes. This is so, so, so much different than the first time. Oh, my God. Oh. The first, the first time I'm in the jackpot, the next time I'm like, well, what in the world did I do? Did I... Did I piss somebody off or something? Did I fuck wrong? Right. Yeah. Then most of the time it has nothing to do with you. It's just, <laughs> you know, just what they're looking for in that scene or whatever. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was my first, and I'll never forget it, you know. And ever since then, I was I was hooked, I guess. I was bitten by the bug mm-hmm. and um, started showing up at all these casting calls, so. Then fast forward now, then you might wake up to a national commercial, your face on a national sign. Absolutely. And even Dude. on a national streaming channel called Netflix. Dude, my face was on a billboard. Uh, I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super amazing. I, I, drove, I drove all the way to Butler to see my face on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Got the cost, the next to the picture. Yeah. You definitely have to celebrate the victories. Yes. Keep that momentum. Yeah, yeah you know, that, and that's just it. You know, I enjoy it. I, I, you know, on we were speaking of Rust. I've worked, I don't know, double digit, double digit days on Rust now, mm. and a lot of days they haven't even used me, and it don't bother me one bit anymore. It's like okay, whatever. It's actually one night it was so cold I was hiding in the corner like I hope they don't use me. I don't even want to come out. <laughs> Unless you're going to put me right where the camera is, I don't want to go be out there freezing, you know. Right. <laughs> Just to be a blurred, you know, shadow in the background. Yeah. And you've worked on both sides as far as just being a background artist and also a lead because I know you have done uh, short films as well and... Yes, and yes. It's, stuff I've like that. Do the film, yeah, and, and a couple commercials where I got to yeah. actually talk. And um, I just did one a couple months ago for it was a, an online uh, gaming site that you can actually compete. It's called um, Esports. Skills, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Skills Esports, where you can play, you can compete against other members and play games and win money okay um, yeah so like I, real money yeah you can win real wow. money and i actually had to audition for that one huh and um i had this, you know we're doing self-tape auditions now you right that's a whole, that's a whole other thing we've had to attempt right. to like taping yourself and having a decent background yeah. maybe investing in some equipment that you can do a decent self-tape right so that the quality is good enough to show to the director or whomever. Right. And so, yeah, I've had a chance to, uh, and to do theater, a little theater too, which I really like. Yes, I, uh, that's what I saw, that you'll, you'll be doing something in the near future uh, where you'll be dancing. Well, that yeah, that was actually, um, that's a Netflix movie that they're filming in the Cleveland area. Okay. And I actually had to do a self-tape dance audition for that. Hmm. I know, right? Wow. So, <laughs> so the instructions were to um, to dance to a specific song, which 
which was a song that I could relate to because it was from my youth. Okay. So it's like a flashback, right? So, <laughs> and, I, and you know, I'm already growing my afro, so I'm back in the 80s now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Only my waistline was the same size it was in the 80s. I'd be in there. But we, we uh, so it's like, okay, we want you to dance to the song called Flashlight. I'm like, Flashlight, man, I was the part of the dance, you know, at the club. There you go. <laughs> you guys are familiar because I know I'm a little older than you. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Flashlight by the Parliament Funkadelics. Uh, yes, man, uh, yes. Flashlight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it. So, so um, I went to a friend of mine who has all the equipment to sell, and he has a background. I didn't want to do it in my apartment. Plus, you know, it's, it always helps to have someone help you with that. Right. You can't. But, you know, they wanted the, whoever's, whoever's taping you to like, okay, there are several different dance moves, right? We want you, the first one was, okay, what well, eight beats of a line dance. So I'm doing the electric slide, okay. <laughs> then they call out the next one, okay, slow motion down to the floor. So I'm doing the, <laughs> the, the fucking worm, right? I'm fucking worm my way to the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the next one is uh, he's starting the lawnmower. So, you know, I'm starting the lawnmower now, man. Oh, man. Lawnmower. Okay. Bringing it all back. <laughs> I know, right? So, okay, you're mowing the lawn in reverse. I'm like, okay, it's time to moonwalk, baby. <laughs> and then the next one was, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're at a wedding and you're at the center of the dance circle. So, I'm just I'm just doing my thing. And so, I sent it in to Angela Bohm Casting. I know you guys are familiar with them, too. And uh, the next day I get an email, do you have a dance resume and a dance reel? I'm like, they think I'm legit. <laughs> <laughs> you worked your magic. Real, they think I'm a real dancer, man. <laughs> <laughs> because there were, there, were two, there were two different, I guess, uh, two different skill sets. They were looking for professional dancers who have been professionally trained who understand the terminology and could follow mm-hmm. choreography. Then they wanted movers, people who were not formally trained, but are good dancers. I'm like, well, I'll apply for both. You know how we do. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. What are they going to say? They're going to just deny me? I mean, so, so they did. It was like, well, we want you as a mover. And, and the pay scale is a lot more. You know, it makes it worth the while to make the trip out to Cleveland. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Very I just nice. had to sign that Netflix non-disclosure agreement. Right. And send in a few more pictures. And uh, so they asked me for a couple more pictures. So yeah, I slipped one. I sent two current pictures of myself. And then I slipped one of my Ma Rainey shot just to, you know. Oh, yes. name dropping. You know, like, yeah. Yes. Extra picture from Ma Rainey's black bottom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the money shot. That's awesome, man. You might have seen me before. <laughs> you might know me from. <laughs> and this was right after the Academy Awards too, so I know my rating was high. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, By yeah. the way, that's a that's another incredible story, oh. Marini, which Daniel, you and I were on set together that day. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that day. That that was a yeah. good day. That was the day I actually um, um, met um, Denzel Washington for the first time when I seen him there. I yeah, know. yeah. I know. I remember you was like, I just met him. He was right outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I must have walked by him. I was <laughs> like, I was kicking myself. I'm, like, I'm sure I walked by him and didn't even recognize him because I was 
my mind was somewhere else, you know. So, you know, I'm looking for him, and he, but he was he was kind of incognito too. He wasn't like he was out front. He was always yeah. He had that uh, you know that 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 black dress where you always wear, like as far as like the uh, the coat, and then he had the black hat, and then he was just in that mind, and then um. I seen him just like walking across the street and we're coming to that meeting point and you know like he seen me shoot my scene for uh Ma Rainey and I remember going back and telling everybody there like in holding that that was one you was one of them and stuff but it's just like slow motion because you never know like when you meet a individual like that I'm like wow this is like my mentor I'm like right oh, yeah. here <laughs> right here I mean who did we talking if there's anything above an A-list actor is Denzel Washington. You know what I mean? There's a yes. few people who are even just recognizable throughout the world and he is right. one of those people, you know. So, right. Yeah. yeah. But that that was a great experience too. But hey, am I, I know we're on a podcast. Am I talking too much? You guys need Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, we are <laughs> filming long format, so you're great. Okay, cool. I love these stories, man. You're taking yes. us back, taking us back. Oh, you know, you had the dance moves and everything. Oh, they, they, yes. You know, like hold my coat. Here I go. I know. I know who I am. <laughs> yeah, hold my coat. I don't drink beer. Drink beer. Like hold my beer. Let me show you. Exactly. Say less. <laughs> I mean, I could have went on and on with that video. I don't, I don't know the title of that project, but they keep emailing me. Yesterday, I had to send them a couple more pictures because they want to select the background to match us, the movers and dancers for the scenes. I'm like, they're really putting a lot into this. Um, so, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, what this is about. I have no idea what it's about. They just told me it was an 80s movie. I don't have to cut my hair and I can dance. I'm like, what's well, only thing left now for me to sing? But they don't want me to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have it all. Oh, I just, you know, man. It's, I guess you know, you guys may have been like me, like me, even even as a kid. Just, I just loved anything entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. performing, or and I never really had the, I guess. Uh, Direction or or anything to put myself out there, you know, it took a long time, but you know, I'm here now, so exactly. it's never too late to pursue your dreams, you know. And so, have you ever been shy? Um, you know what? I'm one of those people that that's kind of. I know I don't come across that way, but at one point, I, I was probably very introverted and shy. And um, I mean, I know I don't come across that way now. I don't know what happened. I went to some sort of a transformation, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the older you get, the less you care about what people think. That's right. That's right. It's so <laughs> true. You know what I realized? You know, I'm, not, I'm not bad. I can carry a conversation. I have a lot of interests. You know, I know when to shut up and I know when to listen and ask questions. But yeah, I mean, but I've never, I've always, I was one of those people, though, when I was on the stage, because I've done a lot of public speaking. And, and uh, whenever I've had to be out in front, I, and I, I remember the first time I had to do a public speaking engagement, and I was just, oh man, I was so, t- I was scared, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that's the number one fear, that flying there one and two. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, but once I start, I just get really comfortable. I don't know something happens you know and that's a great skill to have it's so important to have um, you know great communication you know great communication skills like that 
Yeah. Yeah, it can help you in any industry in life, so that's cool. Especially when we remember when we were going in for those face to face auditions down at like Mosser and you have to, yeah. you have to go in there and yes. you know, it's like, ooh, it's, I love that, you know, it's exciting, you know, so. It's exciting if you got your stuff together, but if you don't have your stuff together and you got one minute or 30 seconds, really, mm-hmm. to make it happen, uh, it could be nerve-wracking. Yeah. You know what? I auditioned among a lot of people for that Connective um, RX commercial and I, to play a doctor. And I look, I saw a guy standing in line. They had on the doctor's frock and the stethoscope and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I didn't. I didn't bring any costume or props. All I did was walk in there with a nice blazer on, and and uh, the guy who was playing my um, patient, I was just like, "What's going on, man? You here for your next shot of Viagra? What's up?" Wow. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, it's guys like you, man, that pisses me off. No. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm probably not going to get it anyway. I'm going to enjoy it, you know. I, I met them. But, I'm, you know, I, I worked in the, the healthcare industry for a long time. And like I said, for like over 20-something years, I'm involved with people and their lives and, and, and some really uh, intimate areas of their lives. So when they said, okay, you're a doctor, this is your patient, I just felt right at home talking to the guy, right? Like, yeah, so you already had a leg up. <laughs> I was joking with them. He was laughing, and it was like, "This seems like you guys know each other." And I'm like, "I just met the dude. I'm just now, you know." <laughs> and, and the next morning, Nancy Monster called me, and she was like, "Opus, you got it. You booked it." Oh wow! I, I was like, "Stop playing." She was like, "No, you did." I was <laughs> oh. like, "For real?" Wow! The so, very next morning, too. Wow! The next morning, and then when I went to the shoot, this, here's the here's the great thing, you guys. Can, know what I'm talking about from being background so often I go to a film shoot and it was like the talent is here and I'm looking around well, where is he where's the talent <laughs> 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 it's like I'm the talent and I'm like you know of course I am well, of course I'm the talent <laughs> so I I got my own wardrobe I got oh. my I got, you know, these people directing me. It's like, wow, I love that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and it was just a great two-day shoot, you know, and paid pretty good for those two days. And it was just, uh, you know, it's just, when you audition for something and you book it, that's a really, it reminded me, of, you know, when I was a kid trying out for the basketball team or something, you get that notification I made it you know? yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's like you get to do that over and over again that's what there's some of course you're not gonna win them all and that's okay too you know the way I look at it if I get invited for an audition I feel like I already won because you know nobody knew who I was a few years ago and the fact that they know enough of me to think I might be good for something makes me feel good in and of itself and I look at that as somewhat of a victory like hey I'm down here auditioning with these other people yeah, like I definitely think you're on your way to um, spectacular films and commercials and stuff like that because I'm starting to see your face in a lot of different places. Like I believe I seen your face in Escape uh, Escape Moore. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we seen your face. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was a very great shot for you, and all these other commercials. And now you have a billboard out and. 
you just keep popping up. You're one of those people like, you know, when they go back to look at those Netflix movies, it's like he was already there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you're that. on top of it. I was for sure. Well, well, I appreciate it, man. But I, I see, you know, you guys are my peers in this industry, man. You guys inspire me. I see you guys doing things and takes, you know, stepping up your game and, and doing a lot of things in this industry. And let me tell you something, Daniel. I, I haven't been to Johnstown in years. I drove all the way to Johnstown to see your film. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, thank you for like, that. Yeah, thank no you for the support, for brother. Yes. For any other reason. So uh, see my boy to his all right, thank you, thank great, you. Man. That was great. That was a great. I was hoping to catch you guys. I guess you came to the later show. Yeah, yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, we did on that mm-hmm. day. Yeah, so yeah, that was the boonies. Yeah, but I appreciate that support, man. Yes. Y'all go see the boonies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll never go camping again. <laughs> <laughs> it make you look at it differently for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, I'm, that's, I'm actually going to a camp out in a couple of weeks, but I'm getting me a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what you're going to see out there. Oh, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, nah, nah. You guys, you guys scared me, man. I'm like, nah. <laughs> That's so much fun uh, uh, just filming that movie. But uh, I can tell you this, though. Like, just from going on other um, sets here in Pittsburgh and surrounding areas, seeing people like you on set really make, you know, like, you know, us sharpening our skills. Like, you know, because, you know, you got to be on point. You know, I believe that iron sharpens iron, right? But I, I know if I got a guy like you showing up, I know what you coming with. All these right. different things that you got going on with you and stuff, you know, whether it's like singing, dancing. I didn't even know the dancing was one in, into your, uh, yeah. a part of what you can do. But like, wow, like it's amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I just love life. And I've always loved dancing and singing. I still love to go to karaoke. I still mm-hmm. Before things shut down, I would go dancing. You know, there are a couple places to play music from my era. And I could mm-hmm. go dancing to some old school. And I just, just things I just love to do. It's amazing that somebody actually paying me on and to do it on film. You know, it's like... Right. You know, it makes me... um. I really think that, like, you know, I auditioned for a couple of different things, and they said, man, you're a great actor. And then they asked me for this one piece that I could do or, or whatnot. They, they was like, but can you dance? And then, you know, then they asked me for me to sit in the tape and all that. I kind of feel like, you know, like you got the job. Yeah, shout out Edward Bates. Yes. Edward Bates, yeah, yes. Yes. And I was like, what's well, good for him, man? So I know when, uh, when, you, when you, you know, it's like, I hate to say we compete for certain things because I'm like, you know what? I like to see my colleagues do well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, I don't want to be, initially, I might feel disappointed, but the truth is, other people's success doesn't have anything to do with me and so I'd rather just cheer them on I'm glad for you happy for you yes. you know I have my opportunities too you know and, and so it's, that's the way I, 
But I don't know if I got that dancing job over you, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt like you did, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> break in part three. This is really exciting, though. But, but I also have to say, when we were on the set of Ma Rainey, that was one of the biggest moments of, of my brief acting career. I mean, that was just incredible because Ann Ross, who just won an Academy Award for that for costumes, I think she's yeah. won one before. Yeah. Yes. When we was we were standing there and they were going over our costumes and she stood in front of me and she asked me, I had on a I had on a, a, a hat, a blazer, a wool shirt. And you know, along the rest of my clothes. And so she first she asked me to take off my hat, right? So okay, no problem. Then she said, Well take this jacket off, you don't need that. I'm like, Okay. Then she asked she was like, What are you wearing under uh, under your shirt? So I was like, well, I have on a tank top I put on. She was like, Do you mind taking off your shirt? Now this is when I got excited. <laughs> so I've, been going, I've been going to the gym for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this moment I said, Look here, Aaron Ross. I usually you usually have to pay that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I took my shirt off. She was like, "Oh my!" <laughs> she was like feeling my traps and my oh my wow. Like, oh my! She was like, "Oh my!" This is just wonderful. I was like, "Yeah," and the next thing you know, I'm surrounded by hair and makeup and. Have all these women falling over me, and I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the life. Like, yeah, this is the life. This is this is my dream. And this is the life. You know, this is my dream. This is it, right? This is it. All I need now is Paula Davis to come and say, "You ready, David?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I'm ready, <laughs> ready, Freddie." I'm like, "Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready, Mr. Demille." So we, I'm ready for my close up. Yep, ready for my close up. Yeah, yeah Ann Roth is great though. Like you, oh. you know, she's really great and she doesn't mince her words. If she has something on her mind, she lets you know what it is. Um I worked in a costume department on that set and uh I'll tell you a funny story. I was the first person to pick her up when she came from New York, you know. Wow. Like she was supposed to have a driver, but there was no driver, just a costume PA and that was me and they said Nate just go down there to the headquarters pick her up bring her up here I'm like okay okay and I had to figure out what she looked like and stuff like that and um, so I pick her up and she asked me a question as I'm driving over a river uh, she's asking if it's the Mahana Hagla I forget how to say Mahana Hagla or the Ohio River I'm like ah oh. I, honestly, I don't know. What you mean you don't know? What you mean you don't like? Are you sure you know where you're going? Just this, this and that. I said, Yo, yeah, yeah, we're fine. I I know exactly where we're going, right? So she has this uh, assistant in the back. Uh, you know, like he's with her, and he's starting to look up, and he, and I hear him whisper, "It's Ohio" or whatever, you know, or something like that. And so I'm like, okay. Okay, so that's fine, but we were going the wrong direction at this point. I had to do a U-turn. He starts to whisper, "We're going the wrong way." 
<laughs> you know, so I'm a costume PA. Now I'm in this situation where I got to figure out something real quick to make this look good because she has to be at the office, you know, within the next 20 minutes. And I'm going the wrong direction during traffic, you know, traffic hour. You know, so to make a long story longer, I um, I didn't keep that driver job. They they hired someone else to do the driving. <laughs> they left me to do the costume work, like sweeping floors and doing whatever it took. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it was great, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, because she didn't get where she got where, uh, you know, by being, um, you know, quiet, you know. So and it was cool to see her work because I did see her work with people that came in. She knew exactly what she wanted and she was very outspoken. And, and you know, that's what I appreciate, um, you know, from being around people, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I can yeah. see that type of personality, you know, success. She's been doing this a long time, too. So she, That's right. you know, she knows what she's doing and she don't have time to play. But she was really, really nice with me, man. She was, I was like, I didn't know who she, I knew she was important mm-hmm. to the film, but I didn't know how significant uh, she is in the industry overall until, uh, until after that. And I was like, well, that, that was pretty cool to be, actually have her she's the one who stripped me down i know right <laughs> and, and that led to you know me getting you know something like a feature background part and um you know right. seeing myself in, in, in that show man it was like wow you know how long we waited for that to come out like uh just to see if i made the cut yeah and that's a historic film you know like i really believe it's one of those films you could watch over and over again but it's a it's a classic instant classic yes yeah and i'm looking forward to them producing uh the next play adapting into film the piano lesson yes i heard about that oh yeah there's actually uh, a film version of that that came out in the 90s starring alfred woodard and charles dutton and courtney b dance it's really good, hmm. actually. I gotta you check that out. You probably watch that on YouTube or something, but uh, mm-hmm. I watched it not too long ago. And uh, they were, they were, August Wilson just really captures African American spirit, man. I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful the way he puts things together and the personalities. It's always somebody in his plays, the personalities that I know these people like. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's just incredible. But it, it, it's a really good film, but. I think that's next to be uh, produced here by Denzel. So maybe we can all get on board with that. Oh, I think so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll be in line for that. You know I'm going to send them my picture from Marina. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all remember me now. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to put that in your reel, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I got Take that snippet. Yeah, I got a few things. I need to put together a reel. I just updated my resume. Um, I, I found a website on uh, that has a lot of productions on the East Coast, and, I, and I've gotten two emails from them now saying that my profile uh, fits something that they were looking for, like non-union, looking for a union non-union project, mm. so I could maybe get get my uh, SAG card if you work like three yeah. or four days under the union. Yeah, so I might I'm I'm looking into that. I'm just but I'm just enjoying the journey, you know. Yeah. I don't know where I don't know where it's gonna end up. The beauty of where my life is now is that I'm not 
reliant upon any of this for my livelihood or anything. Mm -hmm. So I can just go, you know, just enjoy the journey and let it take me wherever it takes me. And I think that that's what it's about, you know, to enjoy it and taking it all in, you know, and just taking the beauty of it and learning from it and growing from it. I think that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell that to the next starving actor. (laughs) (laughs) Ovis isn't... Like the rumor is, Ovis isn't in the same planet that we are. You know, he's, you know, he's actually retired from his his real job, and this is just extra bonus hours now. You're absolutely right, and I, that's why I preface that with, I'm retired. I have a pension and a four hundred one k, and, and uh, so you know, I can just stack these checks. Man, you know? Take me with you. And, uh, and I can like I, I'm still studying at Donabella Jack. I'm just starting a new class next week there. Awesome. And I can just keep uh, reinvesting that 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 those background checks on myself and, and uh, doing things that I like to do. Yeah, we really want to encourage people to go follow their dreams, and yeah. you know that's partly why we do this podcast. You know, to help young individuals understand about the film industry and what it really takes, and and I think your story is really going to help somebody out. Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's like approaching life, you know, it's just, I think it's it's like transfers to other professions. You just, you know, follow your dreams and you believe in yourself and there are going to be times when that might be challenging, you know, there are going to be times you're going to be rejected, there are going to be difficult days and you just got to stay true to yourself and believe in yourself and things usually work out somehow mm-hmm. you know they've always worked out for me um see you graduated with high life. honors from college correct yeah come loud come loud baby yes <laughs> not everyone can say that you yeah. know yeah me being one of them <laughs> <laughs> well now, now let me let me tell you about that now i first went to college when i was 19 and my GPA wasn't all that great at that time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and uh, I went to a historically black college university, Norfolk State University, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I actually, okay, I hope this isn't TMI, <laughs> but I didn't, but leaving high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. I was going to college and I decided to go into the military and I went to the Army. Okay. Well, me and Uncle Sam didn't get along. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't long before I was uh, on my way home. <laughs> and it was a mutual agreement. I didn't like them. Didn't like them. <laughs> Either you assimilate or you gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I, I was discharged with uh, general discharge under honorable conditions. Oh, okay. okay. Good. Good. Reasons of apathy, which I had to look up in the dictionary. I didn't know what that meant. But, but yeah, I went to college and I, dro- I dropped out to work on the railroad. Like, I'm going to school to make money, and the railroad was a really good job. Mm. And then years later, I decided to go back to school, and then I actually got promoted to um, to, to management before I finished my degree. Nice. And while I working in management, I went back to school, and, and not really to posture myself for promotion, but it's just one of those things I regretted doing, and I wanted to rectify that, so I went back and finished and plus they had um, tuition assistance mm-hmm. so, so all right yeah, that's did my thing. 
incredible story. So, you know, what I got from that is you uh, quit school, but you got a promotion as soon as like, I don't know how long it took you to get that promotion, but uh, you didn't have too much of a downside. It seems like you find a way to keep winning. Yes, that's true wealth. You know, understanding what you have and and loving the people around you, keeping a positive attitude, but keep pouring into your life that good stuff, you know, that's going to make you live better and feel better. Yeah, man. And taking care of yourself spiritually, physically, intellectually. That's you know, right. It all matters. It's like a holistic approach to life. Man. Absolutely. I'm pretty good, man. I've lost probably like 20 pounds since you guys seen me. Good for you. That's amazing. Look at that. <laughs> oh man! How'd you I do it? To, I almost had to go to rehab for for, for eating donuts, man. It's like <laughs> one donut was too many and a thousand of them. <laughs> so you cut out the donuts. I cut out sugar. Ah, uh, the not sugar. entirely, but I have a little sweet cream in my coffee. Mm-hmm. But I had to stop eating junk food man yeah sugar is a downfall you know to a lot of people and a lot of people don't know this but all your food that you take turns into sugar Mm -hmm. and your body uses it for energy and when your body can't get rid of the sugar fast enough that's when the illnesses start to happen yeah sugar Mm -hmm. um i mean there are some 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 great documentaries about nutrition and and the american diet is terrible man we eat a lot of junk that's right it's like so you know, just started intermittent fasting, yep. and then um, and just eating, trying to eat clean. That's right. And of course, you know I work out all the time anyway, so that's never been a challenge. I always, <laughs> love, always love doing that, man. It's, it's, that's something I've been doing for a long time. Yeah, but now your body can really benefit because mm-hmm. your nutrition is where yeah, you know where it is. Where it is like when I was younger, I could eat whatever I wanted, would gain a pound. But as you older, and you know the story, metabolism slows down, and there are a lot of health issues, like you said, associated with what people eat. You know, it's like you know to eat cleaner and healthier, and you feel better, and you just uh, just have a lot more energy. And I just decided I needed to make some change. I was getting that COVID weight on like everybody else, sitting around. Mm-hmm. Even though I worked out, even though the gym was closed, I worked out every day. But I would reward myself too, you know. Yeah. So I work out to say, well, you deserve to have that that blueberry pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> just have one. Just eat the whole damn box. <laughs> I heard someone I'm say a- this. Um, if you're gonna eat like say three meals a day or six meals a day. Make sure you eat something that you really like, regardless of how healthy it is. So about 80% clean, 20% not clean, and you'll be happy with life. Yeah, you got to have that. You know, you're right. You got to have that 20%. You know, you can't. Or else you just fall off the wagon and go back to the same old behavior, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah, I believe in that too. And when I get to my certain target weight, I wanted to lose 20 pounds by my next physical, which is 
next month, and I'm, I've gotten there, so I want to make sure I maintain it before I get my my next physical. Excellent. Wow, yeah. so you got the, uh, you know, so you have the roles going on as far yeah. as you getting new roles, and now you have the looks going on still, even better okay. now. You, you like, <laughs> now you're going to get them girls. <laughs> <laughs> they already calling you handsome online. I see the comments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be happy to show people your picture. I'm like, you know, that's my friend right there. Oh, you know what? I, I, I know him. <laughs> if, I could, if I could hang with you three, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I used to show people that movie, uh, Ma Rainey, right? I was like, you know, um, I actually was in that kind of same um, setting, right? But they, they kept him, but I was in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know, that, that was a great shot of you, man. Can't nobody oh. be beside Ovis in that same shot? He got his arms too big. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I, I was like, I was thinking that like I was in phenomenal shape, but yeah, you and that tank top on, on that screen, and, and I seen the premiere, the big screen. I was like, Ovis does yeah. look like he's, he's really fit. <laughs> now we know. Now we know why you are on the uh, why you got the part. You know. <laughs> I know, right? I saw that movie. I, I instantly went home after and started doing push-ups. I was like, no, man. <laughs> oh, it's in shape. You know, it's, it's so funny. It's like, I didn't know you were that buffed. I'm like, oh. <laughs> don't let that suit coat fool you. I tell you that. I think that was your master plan. You know, you came in that way and then you... And Roth is the one who's like, yeah, you know, take off that hat. No, take off that jacket. Yeah. Oh, my. You know? <laughs> yeah, but in all seriousness, it was, you know, such a cool shot. And it's yeah. one of the only slow-mo shots oh, in the whole man. film. And and it just brings, uh, you know, character to the film. It was a great shot. Uh, great you shot. know, Yeah, it was Excellent. a great montage shot. So Ooh. congratulations on that. that. Like, I know it really helped bring out, you know, the scene. Yes, it did. Uh, man, I, I'm so proud of that. You know, I was just, you know, what really Ooh. makes me really proud of it, too, is that I know George Wolf and Denzel had to see that and go, yes, we're going to keep that in there. Mm, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yes, yes. And, and that makes me feel really proud that, that they uh, that they they thought enough of that. Because when it was happening, the guy that was director was like, man, they really loved this. And I'm like, yeah, you know how you hear that sometimes. Mm. You're like, okay. Right. <laughs> How much do they love it? You made it through round one just being on yep. set. <laughs> Remember when we were filming that opening scene out in the woods in that big tent? We were filming that. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. And uh, which I see you guys right in the beginning. I see James sitting right there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was well, quick. He was back and forth because he was a stand-in and also he was a stand-in in the crowd. For, for slow drag, right? So yeah. It was, uh, yeah, and James is great too, man. He's he's helped me. I love talking to him. He's got some incredible stories. I know you did a great podcast with him too. Yes. But I um I, I was standing. Uh, shout out James Howard. Shout out to James. <laughs> I was uh you know you know someone walked by me from the casting agency and said, hey, I think they want to use you for something else. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm on my way now. <laughs> And I never heard from him again. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. That's the film industry. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
sitting there, my chest all poked out. Yeah, boy, I'm on my way now. Man, it can work both ways, though. Yes. You know, like I remember I worked in the costume department. Daniel was on set. It's the same uh, same day you're talking about. And Daniel got like, I think he was up towards the front of the line. And I'm in the back of the line where I never make it into the building initially for that first scene. And my supervisor named Liz from the costume department, she sees me in the back. She goes, who put you here, Nate? I go, I don't know, one of the PAs. No, you're not going to be there. So she goes up to Denzel's nephew, who was the uh, assistant director, and says, make sure Nate gets a good seat. And she puts me up front, or he puts me up front. And then Daniel finds his way next to me, and then the rest is history. (laughs) Now, who was his nephew? Was it Ricky Weaver? I believe so, yeah. like He was the one who was getting all the background together and doing all these motivational speeches, and he was excellent at that. Yeah. He was excellent. I, he's the one who pulled all us aside and said, oh, "Were you doing a montage scene today?" And uh, he was telling them, you know. And, he took, and when we filmed that big tent scene, he, he pulled us all aside and said, "Hey, you guys are going to be a part of history. Keep that in mind." And it was, he was he was great. I actually ran into him at the mall right after that in the weekend. I'm like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, <laughs> small world. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I was just excited to run into him. Yeah, they might have some of the same people on the project. Who knows? Who That's knows, right. man? Yeah. Who knows? I didn't work on Fences. I hadn't moved back here yet, but uh, oh. I think it's going to be um, going to be great if they can come back with that because that's what's really... I got all of August Wilson's plays right here beside me right now. I think, you know, I just... August Wilson, he was the true visionary and a genius. I don't yes. even think he graduated high school, but he, he was so intelligent. And, mm-hmm. and the way that he had insight on, on how people behaved and, and felt about situations... And just to put that in theatrical form, that was uh, spectacular. Hey, modern day Shakespeare, man. That's exactly. Took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yep. Modern day Shakespeare, yeah. just the way he captures American life and the, and the culture. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I mean, I, I've been to Broadway to see some of his productions back in the day, you know. Mm. He's won several Tony Awards. And, and uh yeah, I mean, I've been a fan of his for a long time. So, I've always heard his name, but I didn't do my research until some of these movies started coming out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wow, how could I have missed him? But, is it, but you know, people aren't always taught in these education systems as far as like public schools. Like you really have to dig deep for some African-American history, but it, it shouldn't be considered that. It, it You know, it just should be history. Yes. It should just be history because that is a part of history, a part of American history and world history. Well, yes. I didn't learn about ancient African civilizations till I went to a to a historically black college. They taught us about the Kush and, and the ancient civilizations that I was never taught about t- taught in high school. You know, mm. so it's like, yeah. I mean, August Wilson is a great play writer, great writer, uh, and um, and he just happened to be born and raised in the hill. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I can see. You know, some of, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, background 
of growing up in the area come out in some of his films, you know? Like, I think that he really, you know, pulls that essence from there, mm. you know? Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. And we, you know, we have some local playwriters that, that I think are pretty good that, you know, I hope they get the exposure they deserve. But the one play I worked on, The Man Cave, was written by Daphne Austin. That was, that play, this was before George Floyd. We know this kind of thing's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. But, but... The play is basically about, you know, uh, older generation teaching the younger generation how to address dealing with the police. Mm. And uh, it was a really great story, man. I hope we get the chance to do that again. Yeah, and I always like when plays hit on something that's a modern issue, you know, because it really, you know, draws the people in, uh, you know, as far as the audience. Yeah. And some stories are just timeless, man. I mean, it's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, some some issues that were addressed, you know, years ago, are still relevant today. You know? Exactly. Oh, I also got a chance to work on Josh, uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah. Oh. We cut out all those scenes out there. Oh man. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, so that was cool. But even that story, man, about Fred Hampton, a lot of people didn't even know about Fred Hampton and, and how he. He, uh, you know, the Black Panther Party, they were painted as radical, but they weren't. They were just trying to take care of their community. And it was, um, Fred Hampton was a speaker that would bring all people together. Right. You know, it was, you know, that was a very powerful and dangerous thing for certain people back then. I think movies like that really, uh, you know, open people's eyes to what's going on and what, you know, history really is. And, we don't always receive the education we should on issues, so I think movies like that are very essential to the um, culture. And right, it, I do too. Yeah. And it's like you said, they're timeless. You know, they're relevant to what's happening now. You know, so it is important, um, even though they may be thirty, forty years old, they're still relevant today. And you know, <laughs> well, you know, Albert Einstein said, you know. Um, how crazy it was to create the atomic bomb where mankind actually created something that could wipe mankind out. Mm. How crazy that, you know, he said even back then that our technology has far surpassed our humanity. And that that could still be true today. Yeah. You know? But I I want to be a positive entity in this world. See, that's the thing with me. It's like, what can I do? I don't want to starve the capital. I just want to be a decent human being. Yes. To the people that cross my path on a daily basis, no that's matter right. what color they are or what their beliefs are, you know, that's what I know I can do to make right. the world a better place. You know, so that's what I try. That's great advice. Just be a decent human being. Say good morning to people when you walk outside. Yes. Like you know, try to get to know your neighbor. Smile. Yeah. Smile. Exactly. Yeah. Just lend a hand when you can. You know. Yes. Wow. Help that old lady put her groceries in. Car. Exactly. Help and across I, the road, you, you know. Grocery, grocery cart back in the thing where you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my son did that once. Uh, we were going to the grocery store, and he's like, he went up to her, and he's like, "I, I can help you with your groceries. I see you've got a lot of bags." And she was so grateful for that. Yeah. You know, and uh, I didn't have to say anything to him. Like that was good of you. You know, I'm glad you did much. that. You were probably a proud mama. I was. You did a good job. Yes, yeah. that day I was. And then I said, what do you want? 
No. What's the what's the catch there? What's the catch? No. I mean, how many people would have walked by her without even noticing? Right. Exactly, especially the young generation. You know. I don't want to say just the young generation. I want to say just like the generate like people in general. You know, really care about how. Uh, you know, like everything affects themselves before they worry about other people. And if we can get into a mm. uh, space where we're just serving other people and just being decent human beings, like you said, I think we'll be better off. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, but back in August, I was coming over to Rankin Bridge and this car coming the opposite direction pulls right in front of me in my lane. It's me head on. <gasps> Total my car. I look like an accordion. Nice. And I'm sitting in the car wow. and I'm going like, oh, you know, oh, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I got, I opened the door, my airbags deployed, my, you know, I mean, there's stuff steaming and everything. I was like, I gotta get out of this car, get out of the car, and I, I lay down in the street. It's wow. raining a little bit, and I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, my adrenaline's going. I'm, I'm just happy. I, somebody asking me if I hurt, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. Mm. And, the two, and the two young ladies who were driving the other car, the one lady who almost killed me, never once asked me was I okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what they did? They cursed out the lady who had stopped, which is, they claimed to be the reason they pulled into my lane, which is like, no, because cars stop for all kinds of reasons. You just need to be, you're supposed to be looking where you're going, so you can stop too. Yeah. And uh, not once did they say, are you okay, sir, or... Or all of nothing, nothing. Wow. I mean, they they were walking around too. So I think one of them was injured enough that they took her to the emergency room. They took me to the emergency room, and uh, and so I was talking to some people like I would sue them just based on that alone. (laughs) (laughs) Some people would. I'm just not that guy, though. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm not really hurt. You know, I wasn't. They took me to the emergency room because my blood pressure was so high. Oh wow! They wanted to make sure I was okay, and. and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be. If I was hurt or something, but they just they replaced my car and everything. And I'm like, I'm not gonna take any injuries or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm okay. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. know if you call an attorney, I'll go see my chiropractor. Right. <laughs> Something's gonna be wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For quite a while, and I'm like, you know, if I was really hurt, then yeah. But it's not all about just trying to make money I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be you know what I mean it's, yeah. I know some people don't agree with that but I'm like I, I'm not yeah. going to take an injury to make a few dollars you know? right yeah, we're definitely happy that you're you're here and healthy and yes, uh, uh, you know, like, and you're a better person than me. I might have been rolling up the sets with a with a, a neck brace and <laughs> back brace and a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> one, one day I have done things like that. He's an actor. Uh, He's an actor. I, 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 uh, I had a buddy who, who, who tore his knee up when we were playing ball, and he waited, he waited till the next morning. <laughs> when he got to work to fall out of the car like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man so I, I'm like and I was cheering them on yeah that's what you do they got more money than you do <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like nah I mean you know it's like a young lady and she, and she turns out she wasn't even covered because oh. she oh, was no. driving Lyft or Uber or something and didn't let her insurance company know she was doing that so they denied mm. her so it's like Anyway, anyway, life can change in an instant. And Absolutely. People are, are distracted on their phones all the time and yep. other things. 
And so, yeah, I, I'm really proud of your son, too, for helping that lady with her groceries. Yeah. So many people probably walk by her and didn't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. Adults, yeah. you know. Adults and children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody we, we need more people themselves. like you. Oh, this in the world. Yeah. We need more people yes, like you. Yes, we do. <laughs> Oh yeah, well you guys are great, man. I, you know, I, I'm I'm really happy that I've gotten to meet you all, and, and uh, whenever we get together, man, we have a good time. We need to do that again. Yes. Loosen up, you know. Yeah, That's we most right. definitely do. And you can teach us some dance moves. Don't <laughs> no, be holding back, Elvis. Don't hold back. I got you. You go to karaoke side, me and you go to karaoke. Oh side. yes, most We're definitely. You don't need a microphone. I've heard you before. You don't need a microphone. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe some dogs somewhere. <laughs> hey, so tell us about this Shawshank Redemption play. From the movie, uh, I guess a couple of playwrights decided to adapt the film to play, um, which is like the total opposite of what the, the Denzel's doing, adapting the play to the screen. But it's um, it's uh, our friend Edward Bates who started a the Grio, I guess theater group as a nonprofit with the goal is to present certain uh, productions and and. and donate the money to charity I think the light of light mission oh wow nice so, and it's a way for us to work on our acting skills and to do what we love to do um so it's, right now it's scheduled for September 24th and 25th at the August Wilson Cultural Center which is I've never been in there but I hear it's a great theater mm. um it's definitely a professional venue and um they actually still have auditions for a couple of roles and the role that I'm slated to play wasn't actually a role in the film, but it's the role of a character named Rico, mm-hmm. who's in prison for doing some some really. Um, well, I don't want to give it, give it away, but mm-hmm. he deserves he deserves to be there. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's found, he's found religion since he's got there, so. Well, it sounds exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, or be a part yeah. of it possibly I, I don't know yet I didn't hit up Edward Bates about that but I, I was wondering yeah. well you might um, if you're interested we haven't started any rehearsals or anything but I know uh, some of us are kind of like grandfathered in to get a part if we want one that's based on the fact he knows if you're one of those people I'm sure he knows what we what our skill level is yeah it's, you know it's an amateur you know thing but we want to be you know good and and um so it's uh, you know I, I love the, I love acting on stage. I like the live audience reaction, mm-hmm. and and you get to see the reaction immediately. That's it's right. amazing when you're rehearsing a play and you use you get so used to the jokes and everything you've repeated them so much. Right. You just you know it loses the humor. Right. You get out and you perform it live and you go they're actually laughing at some of the, and then some of the things you never thought they laugh at that they find amusing or funny. Mm-hmm. And then some of the jokes, you know, you might hear crickets, but <laughs> overall. <laughs> no. I didn't write this. I mean, with the man cave, I didn't have a funny character, but they laughed at some of the way I delivered some of the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was happy about that. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel and I speak about that all the time. Like, you know, there's certain parts that the audience will connect to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, our rehearsal that morning, 
was terrible. And I thought, I thought, oh my God, this is horrible. Because we've been rehearsing for months now. And I was like, oh, this is so bad. But once the play started and that energy flows between the, the actors and the audience, it right. just something magical happens. That's you know? right. And, and let me tell you this quick story. It was like, so I enter the stage in the middle of the first scene and I'm angry at something that just happened. And I'm knocking over furniture. And I did something I never did during rehearsals. There was a folding chair, and I knocked over the folding chair, and then I just kicked the chair. <laughs> yeah. And the chair slides all the way across the stage. Wow. Slow motion, it seems. Right <laughs> to the audience. Oh! <laughs> wow. Jeez. And it falls over the stage? Off the stage. Oh, oh man. Wow. And it, like, it got to the edge, and it just hung there for a minute, and it just <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning, but the show goes on. Yes. Oh, man. I'm so embarrassed. So, Charles Timbers, who is a veteran of the stage. Oh, yeah. Couldn't have been nobody better than Hamilton. <laughs> now, his lines are something like, I'm playing the role of Kenny. So, he says something like, Kenny, what the hell are you doing in here tearing up my furniture? What's wrong with you, boy? So, he's saying this. Kenny, what the hell are you doing tearing up my furniture? And almost killing this lady sitting here in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience erupts in laughter, man. Oh, oh yeah. It was just a real moment, and he took it to the next level with yep. that, man. <laughs> I mean, the cat, we all had to turn around and, and take a It was like, it was, what did it call it? it the breaking the third wall with the audience. We were all just laughing. Yeah. About it. And I, I wasn't so, I didn't feel so embarrassed that after that. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, all people, we, you know, we talk about being that guy that, you know, always does something crazy. That's <laughs> like, I've never did that throughout all the rehearsals. I decided to kick the damn chair. <laughs> Try something new here. Own, I could probably kick for the Steelers because that damn chair just kept going all the way across the stage. And it's like, <laughs> And I'm watching it like, oh, please don't, please don't. <laughs> please That's don't go funny. to the audience and hit that lady. <laughs> oh, wow. Good thing um, she wasn't hit. <laughs> oh, she came really close. Oh. Just another foot or two. Every, oh. Everybody get low. <laughs> oh, man, that was. But well, we had such a good time. I was so proud of us and what we did. I mean, it was. Oh, and you bond with people from, from those sort of just yeah. three or four days a week. You're rehearsing mm-hmm. for two or three hours, you know, together. Right. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was great. Just and is that like a different feeling as far as like uh, the camaraderie that goes along with being in theater compared to on the set? Yeah, I think um, not that I have a whole lot of experience, but just the fact that we were together for so long, mm-hmm. I spent so much time together. You know, it's like you really do get to know each other. and this You become a part of this, you know. It was like the guy who was playing my son, he, he still calls me dad. He Aww. sees me today. <laughs> Last in memories. Good. Just, don't, just don't ask me for no money. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, that, you know, that touches me, you know, because it's a young man and he's still, I, I played his dad and he still calls me dad, you know. Say, hey, son. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a really good story. I really hope we get a chance to do it. The one thing about the stage is you're acting for the people in the last row, not necessarily the front. That's right. You have to project. You know, you have to 
you know, the acting is a little animated somewhat, because mm-hmm. people got to see what you're doing, whereas on the camera, it kicks up every little thing. It yes. picks up if you're being fake and phony, too. Yes. So, so you have to be, you got to bring it real when you're on camera, you know? Yeah, you got one shot when you're there. Yep. Yep. You know, Sanford Meisner was a lot of people study Sanford Meisner said acting is behaving honestly under imaginary circumstances. Mm. Those emotions are real, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a good director won't say, "Okay, we want you to cry in this scene." Mm-hmm. What they tell you is, "Your, your baby just died." Right. I go through the scene. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. And Sai and I just watched, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins in. Yes his latest Academy Award winning movie. The Father. Yeah, The Father. And, and he was so phenomenal Oh my in that goodness. Movie. Yeah, he's great, man. He's amazing. He's another one. Some people are just so... Their acting is so real. It don't seem like they're acting, man. Exactly. Just, it's like they got a camera on them in real life or something. You know? Right. And yeah. He's one of those people. And he's up funny. in age. And the way he remembers dialogue is just... Incredible. So incredible and, and inspiring. Yes. And he looks yeah. good for his age, too. Oh, he's, he's in his 70s, isn't he? I think he's in his 80s. Uh, I, I'd 80s. give him in his 80s. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he was in his 70s a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I think in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> already old. Yes. Morgan Freeman. I don't ever remember Morgan Freeman being a young person. You know, <laughs> funny that you mentioned that, but I saw a picture of his yesterday as a young boy in school and then it seemed like he was in college and I'm like oh my gosh he actually is an old there and then a, pre- a current one man he still looked 80 when you know? he was 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah he used to be a Sesame Street actor right yes that yes that's that right <laughs> man I don't remember him on Sesame Street what was he oh he was one of those guys that would he was in the know. neighborhood yeah he was like <laughs> Explaining what A, how to, what A, and the letter A. And yeah. I mean, he was, he, he was on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. Wow. But his first major film role was a movie called, um, oh man, no letter escape me. He played a pimp. Yeah, he was with Christopher Reeves in that one. Yes, yes. Oh. Yes. And, yeah. And he was incredible in that, man. He was so good. That was a, that was really a good movie. Yeah, I heard some behind-the-scenes things Street about smart. that movie. Yes, yes. Smart. Yeah. Like I think he, um, I think he broke Christopher Reeves' nose during the oh. filming of that by accident. Some yeah. something happened between them, oh. but you know Christopher Reeves was such a professional; he didn't hold it against him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? We talk about the film industry and everything. Is how there's some people that just don't get along. Yes, that really don't like each other, and on some of these productions you know like I, I find that kind of interesting man. yes like, when right could you imagine having to work with an actor and you don't like each other <laughs> that's what happened with uh, an officer and a gentleman Deborah Winger to this day cannot stand Richard Gere wow and that one scene where he picks her up and they go you know uh, that's like the mo- monumental scene of the whole movie and uh, no, I, no one could believe that, but that she cannot stand him to this very day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, some yeah. people are such a professional that they can turn it on and off. Right. Yeah. 
because you don't have to like you know the people all the time to work with them you could just figure it out (laughs) no No, you could just figure it out somehow i mean you know i I know i I mean my mind is like oh everybody's working together they're all happy right that's just not true. Yeah, because the chemist, yeah. because everybody spoke of the chemistry on set on in the movie between the 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 characters of that movie, and when they were interviewed, did she did not want to be interviewed with him? So there were separate interviews. Wow. Yeah, that's how bad it 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 was, and it still is. Interesting. Uh, yep. I've been on some sets where the crew don't get along and you can feel that energy mm. in the room. Yeah. I, and, mm. and I really don't like it when it's like that. It, it seems like everybody's at odds and the energy is just off everywhere. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on those sets. The one thing about rest is that the production people, you know some of them. One of them I haven't worked with before, but one of them, Greg, he's real cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, they really... And even the director, by the way, the director, I don't know his name. I've been trying to find it. I am but it doesn't have him listed for us, the director. He stopped the other day and, and he's been talking to me, right? It's like, he saw me like that for to see. He's like, hey, you were here last week. I'm like, yeah, he said, you must live in the area. I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, okay, I see you back and everything. I'm like, yeah, man. Then he saw me a couple of days later. He's like, what's your name? And I told him my name and it led to a whole other conversation. And I'm sitting there going, okay, boy, here we go now. He's gonna be like, we need somebody to do some. Where's that Ovis guy? Let there you go, Ovis, O V I S. Then I look around the next day. He's just talking to everybody. I'm getting jealous now. Like, hey, wait, wait, wait. I thought, I thought I I'm your guy. <laughs> it's me. Now you over there talking to this dude. <laughs> anyway, still, it was cool that he, you know, he was. He's thanked us every night. Thank you. You know, it's a long day. Really appreciate what you guys are doing. You know, mm-hmm. that means that means a lot. Yeah. Like ben, like ben Stiller did us a couple times. Right. Yeah. And I think Ben Stiller was excellent um, at doing that, making sure that he told people to, uh, you know, told people something to encourage them. I think he, he oh, did a great man. job. Oh, yeah, he did, man. He, you know, everybody knows who he is, too, man. <laughs> it's like uh, he's a he's a. Mega star himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to come in after you've been filming 10 or 12 hours, like, hey, thank you guys. You know, Jason Momoa did that too on Sweet yes. Girl. Yes. Yes. That's know? right. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I really enjoy it, man. I do. It's like, I still get a thrill out of seeing people, you know, TV, movie stars, and stuff. It's just, it's just a thrill to me, and I, you know, enjoy it. But really, the, the best part is meeting people like you guys. You make connections with people, and, and mm-hmm. you make friends. And I, the doors keep opening, you know, for that, me. You know, yes. here and there, they just open. I just walk on through. There you go. A smile on my face, and thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you said it right. Keeping that great attitude, you, you know, whether you're getting the job or not, and uh, or whether you're the lead or your background, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to. You know, have that um, you know mindset when it comes to the film industry, and you do a great job of that. Absolutely, thank you, man. You, you really do. Man. You're an inspiration. You you, you get, thank you. You guys are too, man. And you putting people out there and making people feel good about what they're doing. And it's nice to have our own platform where we can celebrate each other. Yes. You know, and uh, support one another. Yeah. You know, 
All about supporting the last, community. <laughs> yeah, I was on set last week. I don't know if I should mention his name or not, but it was somebody you've had on the list, he had a major principal role in this show. So I was like, wow. You know, so I went up and we were talking because we don't know each other. We're just getting to know each other. So I was like, uh, how many of these type of roles have you had? It's like, this is my first one, man. Wow. I was like, and I was like, man, that's so exciting. Congratulations, man. That is great. You know, and he's got a major part for his first time ever in this Showtime series that he went through. I think he's with Talent Group. Okay. And, wow. Um, and they sent him for an audition with Donna Bellagine. Nice. He mm. got the part. He got the part as the as the bride's father. So he makes a big speech at the wedding and everything. And I'm like, I was just so excited, excited for him. He was in the movie with Boonies with you. Yeah, you probably yeah, you probably talking about Rick Dutro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, he's a really sad. cool guy. Yeah, he told us about that. Yes. You know? Yeah, and man. I was like, man, you know, I was like, that's great, man. And you know, when I feel like that, I feel like anything is possible for any of us. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not just, oh God, I wish it was me, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why couldn't it be me? I need a new agent. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know what? Good for him, man. Good for yeah. him. And the no, best thing that we can do for each other is congratulate each other when that happens and not tear right. each other down or be jealous or insecure, but, you know, really build each other up. Yeah, and it be genuine and authentic. Yes, you know? yes like, absolutely. Really, really, like, like I drove, like I said, I drove all the way to Johnstown to see Daniel's the bodies, man. Yeah, like, man. I don't just go to Johnstown, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely appreciate that, man. Appreciate that support, man. And that's what we really have to do is support one another. Absolutely. And I believe bringing this kind of positive energy brings about a lot of positive um, activity along with events and things that we're a part of. So, yes. Yeah, man, we're going to keep it going. Who knows? It'd be interesting to revisit this conversation a year from now, see what's happening in our lives. Right. Yeah, we'll be talking to your agent then. Hey, can we? <laughs> I know. Can you put us through the Ovis, please? <laughs> I know. Can we see him? Get in touch with He knows us. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. <laughs> Look, but, even in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but this has been great, Ovis. And, you yes. know, thank you for taking the time to join us in this conversation. And we really just hope you have a blessed rest of your day and, and uh, you know, keep that energy alive. We really appreciate you. Hey, it's been a pleasure, man. Oh, my pleasure, too. You know, you guys are uh, favorites of mine. And talking to you, it wasn't any stress-related issues at all. Just hanging out with friends and, and talking and, and uh, just enjoying each other's company. So, Absolutely. I appreciate Oh, I don't know. We've been on here for hours, so it doesn't seem like it. Nope. You know? <laughs> so I hope I didn't bore you to death with my. Oh no, oh, we love not that. at all. <laughs> you bore us. No. <laughs> love all the backstories, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, Opus. Oh, we'll wow. see you. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Take care. Take care. All right, bye. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste.